Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Alright. Here we go. I've got a couple of things about the scooter that you're going to enjoy. <laughs> it hasn't arrived yet, though, right? No, I get okay. it on Sunday. No. Okay. We'll talk about it after yeah. the news. Um, but, yeah. We'll have to I, go up for a rip. I'll rent a lime one or something. As soon as I uh, as soon as soon I did what I did yesterday, I was like, oh, my God, Grant's going to make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk a little bit about your Girl Guy Cookie Enterprise oh, yeah. at some point this morning. We're and, doing well. Yeah. And uh, we got Mel from Dark Side of the Grill in today, okay? Um, We tried to make that happen yesterday. We had some technical difficulties because I want to do a video with the guy. Well, he's very visual. Yes. If you've ever looked at his social media or anything. Yeah, he's a visual guy. Edmonton guy, and um, and he's uh, quite famous for barbecue. Uh, Apparently wins like barbecue stuff all the time here in the Edmonton area. I don't know if you've ever seen anybody shoot, take shots at uh, at Meg from the White Stripes. Yeah. I've seen it over the years, Meg White, about her drumming skills yeah. with the White Stripes. So not being a good drummer and stuff. Interestingly enough, Tom Morello said uh, that everyone was straight up idiots if they thought that Meg White wasn't a decent drummer. Well, I, and I saw that that Nandy, the girl yeah. that's been in drum battles with Dave Grohl, she did a tribute to Meg White oh, yesterday, did she? too. Oh, cool. I gotta go look that up. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it would be a uh, good idea to kick off the show with one of my wa- favorite White Stripe tunes. This is Ball and a Biscuit. Good morning! You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, I'm jumping in both feet into the scooter life. You're doing it. You bought your wife a scooter like a week ago, a couple weeks ago. We finally found one. I was trying to find one on Facebook Marketplace. Got lucky with uh, the wife's scooter because we got a brand new one Mm -hmm. for like half the price for my wife. But the problem is I need one that has a higher weight restriction. I'm going to be riding mine a lot more because I'm planning on driving mine into work in the mornings. So I was looking for one with a little bit more support, and we found one. And uh, ordered it. It, it. It's up to 440 pounds. Most of them are, most of the limes and all that, mm-hmm. they're only rated to 220. And, um, well, I'm closer to 240. Yeah. So if I'm driving them every day. You wanted to, yeah. And so now, anyway. Like I see, you you can grow into it now, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it allows you to carry your lunch because you have to bring in all your luggage, too. Two things. 
um, that I thought you would find very entertaining. Because now okay. that I've been talking about the fact that we're buying scooters, I got people <laughs> sending me accessories. Um, yesterday, uh, this this guy that I know sent me this backpack you can buy on Amazon okay. that has signal lights on it. <laughs> you need that. <laughs> For safety. <laughs> and driving in the dark. <laughs> and yeah. reflectors. Um, but then um, somebody else sent me, somebody from Ontario, actually, that was listening to the podcast yesterday sent me this um, this link to Amazon for these um, hard man sh- waterproof scooter storage bags. <laughs> Remember you were saying that we needed to get baskets on them? Yeah, you do. This need- is essentially a basket. <laughs> So it's a bag you put on your... So it hangs off the handlebars, yeah. and then it pops off, and you can put like your wallet and keys. And as soon as I showed my wife, they're like 25 bucks or something like that, um, 30 bucks. As, as soon as I showed my wife, she's like, we need to get those. <laughs> and then the other thing that I thought you would find entertaining is... Uh, so I, um, I was thinking about this yesterday, because I was... I was wondering if there was a specific route I should take in because I don't want to drive down the roads, right? Mm-hmm. And there's lots of bike lanes in Strathcona and downtown. I mean, they're all over the place in Edmonton now. Yeah. So I'm like, there's got to be a route for me to take to get to work from from Belgravia. So I punched it into the into the uh, into Google Maps, and then just and hit, there's like a bike thing on Google bike, Maps. There's a bike there? thing that shows you all the bike lanes, right? And it showed me my path. And it was 13 minutes to work. Oh wow! And then we did the uh, the Strathcona food mar- farmers market. Yeah, just to sort of see what it would look like from our place. 11 minutes. Yeah. So my wife even commented. She goes, "We do live in a 15 minute city." <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps that you're going 100 miles an hour on your scooter too. I can only my mine tops out at 45k, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Right? Like if I would have got one that went 60. I probably would have tried to get it to that. (laughs) Sophia, don't. (laughs) You shot my dog. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Is Halle Berry in the new one? Uh, I don't know. I don't think she's not listed on the cast. She isn't. Okay. Um, Why did I think she was? I thought she was too. So the next when I, one... Yeah, when I look at the cast, she's not listed. The next one's know. four, right? Yes. And it's in theaters on Friday. Yes. Grant was already looking up a uh, critic's score on Rotten Tomato. How's it How's it doing? Uh, just to confirm, Halle Berry says she was, she was not in this new one. So Okay, all right. Um, it's doing well. So there's critic scores, 93%. What? Already? Uh, for, wow. For John Wick 4, yeah. For a fourth one. For I, a ch- I think what everyone expects from John Wick 4 it delivers I mean yeah it's I gotta see this one in theaters insane action we have got nothing going on this weekend I'm gonna try to make make my way out to uh, I remember when John Wick I remember when uh, I don't know if it was the second one I think or the third one I was in the theater I watched them all in theaters but the one with the crazy knife fight yeah and everyone in the and when it was laughing, everyone was just laughing in the theater. I remember that. It was that was so ridiculous. But that was awesome. the third one like when he was throwing was axes and one, hitting yeah. everybody yeah. in the head. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He was in a library or something yeah, like that. The, yeah. whole, like it was, the yeah. whole theater was laughing when I was in there. But it was like it was a, crazy. It wasn't laughing at how bad it was. It was like this is insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you hear the news about Keanu Reeves signing on to the I Am Legend two with Will Smith? Yeah, I was looking for that. I was trying to remember what movie 
I saw rumors about him, but yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. So um, I guess it's going to start filming soon. And uh, Michael B. Jordan's in it as well. In the I Am Legend too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, which I thought was kind of interesting. Are we ready to forgive Will yet? Because the emancipation thing was an obvious no. I don't really see how there's a second I Am Legend, but with I'm Will Smith to in the it, that doesn't make much sense. In the ending, or maybe he plays a ghost. I mean, there was an alternative <laughs> ending where he there? didn't blow himself up, so... Okay. Or maybe, maybe he survived the, a, a grenade blast. Maybe he climbed into a closet or something last minute. Didn't he have it in his hand? You should write was... movies, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, hey. he jumped at the, the vampire with the grenade in his hand. <laughs> Flew over the, the, the and then jumped into a closet. Quickly hit in a closet. <laughs> then got in a closet just as, as it was exploded. <laughs> I'll, I will be going to that new John Wick this weekend. I just got to convince the wife to go with yeah. me. I think the Netflix thing backfired the password sharing lockdown. Yeah. Where they're, you you can't share households anymore. They lost. Can't share a Netflix account. They lost tons of business. Mm-hmm. I was reading an article yesterday where uh, Canadians walked away in droves. Because they won't release those numbers. No, but and they won't admit it, but everyone... But uh, they've done like surveys and stuff where yeah. they've asked people, have you canceled your Netflix? Hundreds and hundreds of people on this one article were like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. they, they showed a link to it online, and they were like, yeah, we canceled right away. As soon as we got the notice, we dropped... I know we were sharing with my dad, and he was like, I'm done. Like, yeah. Because yeah. it cut us out, out here. Yeah. It stopped working for us, and he's like, all right. It's over. See you, Netflix. I did a workaround when the f- news first came out. I read something mm-hmm. online. Somebody sent me this strategy, and I think it might have worked. But see, we were doing that because I was just using my dad's email to log in and everything. So it should have been the same thing. See, what we did was we went into the account and actually physically changed the email address so that they all they were all the same yeah but i was using the same email as my dad see so it would have been the same i don't know but I, it's, the weird thing is my sister in europe was also using his account and it never stopped working for them so it stopped working for me in edmonton but they are still using it in sharing europe. it in europe sharing it in europe yeah Plus, I don't know whether or not my girl... Well, no, because my daughter was watching Netflix at her Airbnb in New York. Yeah. They were watching The Office. Because I told them to let me know when they logged on if, if there's been if any it was issues. Working, yeah. Jimmy... I haven't figured out how to... Smelly Bird still hasn't figured out how to log into Netflix. <laughs> no, from his PS2 no, from 1993. I couldn't figure out how to switch the account. <laughs> I... Like I used uh, Netflix like uh, once, once every few months. The only thing you I'm, can put an app on your phone, and and then stream it from your phone onto your TV. You just got to get a, a Chromecast. It's like twenty five bucks. Order it on Amazon. You plug it into your TV. You've got USB ports. If I can figure that out. You should be able to. You figure had your that. tech guy set it up for you. No, no, no. I did that myself. I went to. I bought that thing at Best Buy probably ten years ago. Yeah, you can get Chromecast. You can get Chromecast. Roku's. You can get 
fire sticks, but anything I like just, that. Like there's um, not a don't lot. Don't you of, have them? You have a fire stick. It has an Android box. No, I have a fire stick. Oh, do you have one now? I you just, can no, put- I've had one for about two years. I haven't figured out how to set it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're supposed to be the tech guy on the show. <laughs> no, I'm the video guy on the show. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I want to say this at the front end of this conversation, okay? I'm okay if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I said to Trump, and I might be wrong, maybe they do arrest him. Maybe they slap some handcuffs on that orange bastard and haul him down to the police station and fingerprint him. Maybe that will happen today or at some point in the next week. I just, I don't think it's going to happen. No. And listen, I haven't changed my opinion about Donald Trump, right? You can, You're saying that you don't think he's going to get arrested isn't... Doesn't make me a fan of Donald Trump. Trump, it's weird how the world works right now mm-hmm. when you say something about a particular topic, certain topics, you immediately get thrown into a camp. Yeah. Like, I will say this, though. There is a like an unhealthy amount of, and I think the press is to blame largely, I mean, because it's just it's nonstop coverage, but I think there's an unhealthy amount of, of coverage of this, and there's an unhealthy amount of desire to see this happen. Don't get me wrong. I would watch a video of Donald Trump getting hauled out of his <laughs> Trump Tower well, in New York. You posted a picture this morning of him, uh, like o, uh, like the O.J. Simpson picture, but it's Trump in a golf cart on the run <laughs> instead of a Bronco. So right? I actually thought that was real. Yeah, and it's just yeah. and that would be an amazing image to see for real, right? Okay, so I do a podcast in the afternoons with with Dean Blundell, and yeah. he is convinced, he is dead set, and there's quite a few people on that podcast network that tweet quite a bit that Cryer Media, mm-hmm. and they are convinced, and just they, sitting been, there, they've been convinced for two years, chomping at the bit, waiting for this guy to get arrested, and I'm just like, that is an unhealthy obsession with it, and I l- listen. Is there anybody in this room that thinks he's going to get around? I just don't. I don't don't because the thing is, is my reason behind it is if they arrest him, all these Trumpers are going to rally and and protest and it's going to be a huge hoopla and you're feeding into his whole, whole thing on, see, they're against me. It's all against me. So everybody join me and then he's going to become president again. So they're pushing... This is a publicity stunt as far as I'm concerned. I think what he did late last week and through the weekend where he was encouraging people to protest was a publicity thing. Like, hey, listen, this is coming down the pipe and you you need to support me. Show your support. Didn't really work because they keep doing shots on all these news channels of the of downtown New York in front of the Trump Hotel and nobody's there. Like it's <laughs> it's crickets. So that didn't work. Um, because I don't, I think everybody, I think most people are like us, whether you support them or don't support them. Most of us are like, I don't think this is going to happen. I just, I don't know how you arrest a president. I don't know what the right answer is. I just don't think they go into his, into his hotel or his office space and go, all right, 
Come Let's with go. me. Come with me, old Donald. You know, hands behind your back. I think it's usually more of a turn yourself in. Yeah. Come Which on down to won't. the station. The other yeah. thing, um, the other thing about this that that I think is confusing for a lot of people because most people, and again, this is my observation. You can agree or disagree with me. I'm completely 100 percent comfortable with you disagreeing with me on this. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people don't really understand narcissism. Like when we say he's a narcissist or I have narcissistic traits. There is a textbook narcissist out there. And if you haven't met one, you will not it it's it's incomprehensible. The normal person on the planet, like a normal human being with a, a certain amount of empathy yeah. and and morals and and just a, a normal functioning human being doesn't understand that that sort of psychosis. I had one in my family, okay? And so from a very early age, I started hearing the word narcissist, right? It took a long time for my family to figure out my uncle. Mm -hmm. And he is a true textbook narcissist. And then I got into radio and I met another one, a true textbook narcissist. Is it the same one I'm thinking of? Yes. So these people, they get up in the morning and their entire day mm-hmm. is all about finding people to do things for them. They don't give two flying shits about anybody or anybody's feelings on the planet. And it's hard to comprehend, yeah. right? In the last no place compassion. I worked, there was another there was another one. Textbook. Classic narcissist. And I used to watch him walk into and, and I I had my sniffer on him because I have an uncle mm-hmm. who is a textbook narcissist. Drove my family insane because he just did the most awful things. And he would walk into a room and it would take three minutes for him to try to get somebody to do something. And it was, you're automatically thinking it's about his penis. No, it wasn't. No. It was about finding a way to get that individual in any individual in that room that had any weaknesses whatsoever to do something for him. Yeah. And he did not get me because I would step in and I'd go, no, get your own coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no, go clean up your own dog. Like he would get street teamers from the radio station to go clean up dog crap from his dog <laughs> in front of his car in the parking lot. Yeah. Like, and, and so I would step in and stop this from happening and he couldn't wrap his head around why I was doing that because he always got away with this stuff. If you're paying attention to them, that's all they care. It doesn't matter what kind of attention. Mm -hmm. That's Donald Trump. And like I said, you can disagree with that. But until you can wrap your head around the fact that somebody is wired like that, it's very difficult to understand like a true narcissist. Mm -hmm. There he is. Picture of him on the the news. (laughs) Anyway, I still don't think he's getting arrested today. <laughs> I just don't think they're going to do it. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So Grant has a bit of an announcement. Before he gets into it, please try to keep an open mind, because I have a feeling about how you're going to respond to this, okay? <laughs> right? At this point, we need to show our, our support. It's going to be difficult. 
for Please both say of you us. took the job to driving the Oscar Meyer Wiener truck. Yeah, I'm leaving tonight, actually, to drive the Oscar Meyer Wiener mobile. I would be okay with that, actually. <laughs> no, I have decided to take a break from alcohol for I'm making a goal of a year of no booze. I, uh, I've been thinking about it for a while, and I just think it's time. And a baby on the way. And alcohol has had too much of a grip on my life. And so I'm trying to step back a little bit. All what, right. What's okay. that? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yep. Did you say no? Can I? Uh, yes. Are we, yeah. st- are we still allowed to drink on the show? Of course. No, okay. Greg, it's not going to be that. That's like the that. thing because I didn't even want like, I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it because I want to talk about what's going on in our life. That's part of our show. But I'm like, I don't want to be the annoying guy, though, that now, like, I promise you, I'm not going to be doing updates. I'm not going to be posting as a mental health warrior. (laughs) I'm not going to be, I just, this is something I want to do for myself and for my family. Um, I, you know, I don't drink at home really very much anymore. The last couple of years. Yeah, the last couple of years, last year, maybe, I've kind of cut down on drinking at home. But what's happening is just when I do go for opportunities to drink, I'm just like, I can't control it anymore. It's just, I'm just like, you know, too fast. You're making up for lost time. Making up for lost time, and it's not good. Which goes back to my strategy. Just drink every day. Drink every day. (laughs) (laughs) See, there's two strategies there. Drink every day or um, don't drink, and I'm going to don't drink for a year. So... It's. I know. I know. People are going to roll their eyes and everything. But no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Listen, if you're, t- if you're doing it for because of your family and you've got a kid, on, it makes total sense. Yeah. Well, I think also what ends up happening, and and again, I'm not trying to put something on you that's not there. Yeah. But I went through this with my wife when she was having kids. Mm-hmm. It was hard for her to watch me go get like tanked on a weekend yeah right like well and it's like it's not that it's it's like oh wow you're the you're supposed to be the the father of the children and yeah the yeah. provider and yeah yeah i so it, it's it just makes it harder for that relationship when they're going through something that you don't have to go through mm-hmm. right like they're making a baby right now yeah and um that we'll never understand that no and what that takes so what that does to your body and so when you get picked up by your your alcoholic buddy from sherwood park and get taken to a curling bond <laughs> spiel and then you drink hard on a saturday you know what i'm saying yeah. like i I'm not suggesting Michaela had a problem with that this weekend, yeah, but I'm I don't guessing want- that's a tough conversation, or it's tough to watch when you're sitting there trying to do the the baby thing, growing a baby. Yes, yeah, and this wasn't because and that, that be- needs to be said out loud. This was that's what you're in. My right idea now. to do this, like this was not not my wife telling me I have to do something or no, no, this no, is no. me and being like, okay, it's that. time to like, I'm not being responsible. And I've always felt if I'm being irresponsible with something, I need to cut it out. And so, yeah. Well, good for you. I'm going to do my best to try to be supportive. 
Um, <laughs> yes, and I don't care if you guys drink around me. That's not. Grant's not going to be that guy. <laughs> no, and you will not be seeing updates on my social media. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ten be days that. in. Yeah, yeah. I feel is, stronger yeah, as posting it, shirtless photos and. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, good, I'm good, good on luck. you, Grant. Good luck with it, right? Thank you. I'm yeah. going to continue to be irresponsible. Well, you guys will just get more beer when stuff gets brought in for the That's next year. That's actually a really good point. This benefits us. <laughs> we should start. You should have started this a year ago. <laughs> the Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. So I don't know if this is just really strange timing or promotion for a new season of the show or something, or if it's just news because people are interested in it because of this show, Um, but a new study just released has found that a drug-resistant and potentially deadly fungus has been spreading rapidly through healthcare facilities in the USA. Awesome. Cool. If you haven't seen The Last of Us, on HBO, well, the entire show and the entire video game is about a, a fungus <laughs> that spreads around the world, taking over people's bodies and turning them into these monsters, kind of like zombies. In the articles about this deadly fungus that I read, they actually mentioned The Last of Us. These researchers are mentioning The Last of Us, and they say because of the timing of that show and this study... It's kind of a happy accident that they both came out at the same time. They don't want everyone to think that what happened in the show is going to happen in real life because, oh, it's only killing really sick people. Oh, nothing to worry about. I'm sure it won't evolve from there. Just really sick people are getting this fungus and dying. The good news is that they recently ranked the safest places to live in Canada in the event of a zombie apocalypse, and Edmonton was ranked as the safest place in Canada. So if we start seeing this fungus taking people over in Texas, head to the big silver balls. From there, we'll head into the River Valley, grab a supply of squirrel meat, and then we'll head to Jimmy's apartment, the Den of Sadness, because I figure there's enough different funguses in the Den of Sadness that they'll be con- they'll confuse the deadly one, and we'll all survive. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Spring has sprung. It's Tuesday. So spring into a walking tour today. Book at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. Another moment with Dr. Locke. Apparently we eat too much salt. I think most people are aware of this, Mm -hmm. right? Um, One of the big things is if you eat out a lot, if you're ordering in a lot, and processed foods have a ton of salt in them. So if you're heating stuff up in the microwave, you know, those frozen dinners and whatnot. Yeah. Generally speaking, they have way more salt than you're supposed to have. The article that I was reading that was also about giving pointers on how to reduce the salt talked about, you know, cook at home more and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like eat less processed foods. Make your own food. You know what, though? I will say this, though. And we do the make good food. Yeah. Um, The other one, what is it? The other big ones, Go Fresh or Fresh. Oh, I think it's Go Fresh. Go Fresh, yeah. Is it Go Fresh? Anyway, we've never done that. right, but yeah. Fresh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the thing I find about the Make Good Foods is they have all the steps 
right? Yeah. You, you'll have like six, seven steps, and you do them in order, and you you do your mise en place and cut everything up yeah. and get everything. But it's every like building step, a puzzle. Every step is add salt. Oh, really? <laughs> like constantly. <laughs> I know. Like, listen, when we when we make those dinners, that's one thing that the wife and I have been trying to yeah. do is cut back a little bit on how much salt they're saying to put into their foods. Well, salt makes things tasty. Oh, my God. I <laughs> it's HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Hello That's the one. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. It makes it taste better. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. If you are trying to get um, reduce your salt, watch those, those at-home meal kit things because mm-hmm. those, I think, those things can even, be dangerous. Even though you're cooking at home, it's... You're still... Loaned up so, on the salt. So, so you're guilty about the amount of salt you put in there, but are you guilty about the amount of jerky that you eat because it's like cured meats and that's really That's my biggest issue is that all the snacks that I like, uh, don't get me wrong, I'll I'll crush a bar of chocolate, right? But um, my my big one is any kind of chips or beef jerky we or talked nuts. We salt, salt recently on the show and popcorn. Oh my God! Yeah. If I make popcorn, I'm throwing salt on that. The other thing I do too that um, that I probably shouldn't is I also heat up about a half a cup of butter in you the microwave to. and pour it on top of the. <laughs> There's no salt in that. Is there? <laughs> You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. Jimmy Winter, do you hate it? Ah, uh, the really cold part of winter. Yes. I don't. Uh, Jimmy doesn't complain about. He'll complain about just snow. walking, like the it, snow. It, when 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 it's really cold and you got to walk from the bus or yeah. whatever, and it's minus forty, and it's uh, yeah. Like I hated my life for that first week before Christmas when I was taking the bus, and it was like minus fifty with the wind chill. You were yeah. abandoned by your stepfather and forced to take the bus. I'm sorry, Smelly Bird. <laughs> yeah. I am. <laughs> It just absolutely and destroys he, me that I put you through that. And he, and he released, uh, re- replaced me from sitting on the seat to having Kingston sit on the seat and live muddy footprints on it. Yeah. Uh, Grant, I really dislike winter most of the time. Sometimes it's nice when it's like I like being lazy and and there's yeah. more room to be lazy in the winter when you're like, it's cold out, it's snowing, I'm not going anywhere. I can sit um, Watch football. Where in this summer, you know, you sit down to watch a baseball game sometimes and you start to feel guilty. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's a beautiful day outside. I should be outside. So I overall really dislike, I just, I love summer so much. I love going outside and, and doing yeah, things. Yeah, you're so. a huge fan of the summer and the heat. Yeah. Like you, the hotter I love the better. the heat, yeah. For me, I have sort of settled into this idea that um, this is my life. Mm-hmm. Right, like you've accepted it. So I went to radio school in Vancouver. My first job was in Edson. I was there for a year. I was in Fort Mac mm-hmm. uh, for a year. Then I got a job in Prince George for two and a half years. <laughs> then I went to Winnipeg, and then I went to Edmonton. So tropical so, destinations. So tropical destinations yeah. here in Western Canada. And so <laughs> I sort of, at one point, I realized that I was going on the radio and bitching about the weather every day, and I was just like, "What am I? What are you doing? This is yeah. your life." And this is everyone that that's listening's life too. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like they know it's cold. <laughs> they know it's cold. They know it's yeah. My wife made a very valid point um, to me about 
me as a radio personality. She's because mm-hmm. I think I at one point when it was really cold a couple of years ago and I was bitching about the weather. Yeah, and I was like, why can't I like? Why did I never get a job offer in Kelowna? Like, yeah. what's wrong? What happened? Why did my career take me to all these places? And she goes, well. You're not really a sunny disposition, DJ. <laughs> You're more of a hearty ice yeah. road trucker yeah. sort of guy. Yeah. So, anyway, there so was she, interesting. With first day of spring was yesterday. We got this study, but yeah. uh, it was half of women are sick of winter after just two months, um, and it was that women is are, that a thing though? Do women have less patience with winter than men? Yeah. This that's what they were saying is that women just. Men like winter more than women, basically. I enjoy, actually, I enjoy winter activities. So I'll bitch about the weather, but I love skating outdoors. Love Mm -hmm. it. Absolutely love it. I love skiing. Never do it, but I love skiing when I actually force my fat ass to get out to the (laughs) ski hill. See, I do. I love skiing. I love skating. Yeah. I love um, all those things. I hate cross-country skiing. Oh, it's the worst. That is the The stupidest sport. People have asked me to go cross-country skiing. I'm like, no. Yeah. It's horrible. My wife hates winter. Like, she... And when we started dating, she was it was winter, and she was like, "Don't ask me to do any winter activities for dates. I will not go tubing, skating, skiing. None of it. None of it. She softened on some of them. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But going skiing is you also you know going to Jasper and doing other I things. Ski when you're skiing. Yeah. yeah, you can ski here too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it, but ja- it is. Jasper's amazing. Yeah. Like, Marmot is... I can't believe it's another winter where I didn't go. I know. I didn't go either. We went out there, but we didn't go skiing. (laughs) Because we had the dog. We didn't want to leave the dog in the hotel room. Yeah. So we... Just get skis for the dog. The dog is... how to ski. dog is running your life. It it is. You should have brought Jimmy to watch the dog during the day, because Jimmy doesn't ski. That's what I wanted. (laughs) Jimmy on a weekend sex trip with my wife. (laughs) To ruin everything. Time now for Beginner Barbecue Tips with Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. We're so excited about this, Mel. Thanks for joining us, brother. Well, thanks for having me, man. This yeah, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. So we've got you coming down to the radio station on Friday, and you're going to be bringing us uh, some food. Um, and as a tease, we would we thought we would get you on and have a daily beginner barbecue tip to sort of um, to sort of tease the fact that you're coming down. You've been doing this a long time. And you do it full time now, and you're based out of Edmonton. You're on. We knew about you, but you're on our radar again because Bert Kreischer, who was in town not too long ago, had you down to feed his crew when he did his show at the Jube. That must have been pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's awesome, man. And anytime Bert is anywhere, and I get to catch up with him, deadly, just a deadly time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a lot of fun. He must <laughs> test your liver a bit, though. Oh yeah, no. See, this is the thing. You got to You got to be exactly what you say, and your liver has to keep up every time. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been following your Instagram, Dark Side of the Grill, and it's yes, uh, you got to go check it out. It's tough because my mouth is just like watering. Just, I know, uh, I know. We were watching it this morning. I have a hard time looking at barbecue and not being able to eat it. That pork tenderloin <laughs> that you did this morning, or that you put up on your Instagram the other day, is yeah. just uh, looked unbelievable. So. Give us a tip. Give us, 
Because I'm bad at this. Like, if you came over to my house and saw my barbecue, you'd probably look at me with disgust, turn around, and leave. Like, it, it's it's embarrassing. And the thing is, I'd love barbecue. I'm just, I'm not good at it. And maybe it's the patience thing or something like that. But give give us a tip here if you're a beginner barbecue, Mel. Well, I, I got you. So say you've got a small gas burner. We'll do something as simple as you can, right? You've got a small propane barbecue. Get that thing fired up. Get it nice and red. Clean that grate off. That's the number one thing. Clean the grate off. Make sure it's clean. Get a, a paper towel or a napkin, a little bit of oil on there. As it's red hot, rub that oil over that grill before oh. you place that piece of meat on there. Okay. So you're essentially, you're seasoning the grill just like you'd season a cast iron. You get it a bit lubricated before you set your piece of meat on there, and it's not going to stick. So you get the, the problem. You get the grill hot before you put the oil on. Yes. Okay. I 100%. would. I would not have known that. I would. And yeah. can you use olive oil, or do you use a specific type oh, yeah. of oil? Olive, olive oil, oil, any kind of any kind of cooking oil. You can even use butter. You can use bacon grease. Whatever you got. Okay. Just make Anything sure like you. That. I did not know that. Yeah. That's a really good yeah. beginner tip. And I'm bad. Like even when I barbecue, I don't clean the grate every time. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, it, yeah. it, it, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's the very first step in a good steak. Good chicken wings, right? You don't want your chicken wings to rip when you're rolling them around, and that's the first thing they do. They stick to the grate. Yeah. Get it hot, get some oil on it, and that's number one. Okay, now, if somebody went to your webpage, Dark Side of the Grill, they could actually book you for an event, right, Mel? Yes, yes, sir. I cater all around the city, all around Alberta. I'm willing to fly. Yeah, he's in Texas right now catering an event. Yeah. So (laughs) Central Texas yesterday, we had a live fire asado right down there with Fabricio Oberto. Okay. A major NBA superstar. Yeah. Just here to have a bottle of wine and eat some eat some classic live fire food. It's it's just it's been a blessing, man. This this trip has been just crazy. That's amazing, yeah. Mel, and you can tell when you talk to Mel, he loves what he does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. listen, we cannot wait until you're in the building with us on Friday. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Don't tell us about what you're bringing down at all. We want, it, we want oh. it to be a complete surprise. We'll hook up with you again tomorrow for our next beginner barbecue tip. That was a perfect start today. Um, and if anybody's interested in looking up Mel and seeing what he has to offer, Offer. Go to the webpage, Dark Side of the Grill. It's an Edmonton-based guy. Uh, also, check out his Instagram. Mm-hmm. He does quite a bit of work. You're really good on your Instagram, brother. Thank you very much, guys. I get All ready right. to party because I'm coming. All right. <laughs> awesome. We're looking forward to it. We'll see you on Friday, big guy. All right, man. Take care. So Ben was a meme again due to the Grammys. He went with J-Lo. They're yeah. sitting there right up front, and the cameras were on him, and he looked absolutely miserable. He um, He's sober now, right? He's at a award show that always take way too long. Yeah. And um, I get it. You're sober. You're sitting there. You don't want to be there. It's a four-hour yeah. Yeah. He's also a smoker yeah. from what I've heard, a heavy smoker. Oh yeah, there's lots of memes of him smoking, right? Yeah. So I that was my thought. I thought he leaned in and said, I'm going I'm going to hack a dart. Yeah. And then she kind of gave him a slap and said, No, you're not, you're staying right here. Um But he, yeah. he has come out and he said he's admitted to what he said when he whispered into J Lo's ear yeah, and got that response. I believe that uh, Jimmy and I thought of something similar that that's what was happening was like 
he was saying he was going out and yeah. she was telling him no. What he said was that he they were lining up for a shot with Trevor Noah, who is hosting the night or doing a skit or whatever. And um he wanted to get out of the shot before they started rolling. He didn't realize that they had already started the cameras going. They thought they were just framing it. Yeah. And he leaned over and said, I'm gonna get out of here and leave you. Yeah. Thinking it would be a funny joke, and she told him to sit down. <laughs> He thought it would be funny for her to be caught in a in yeah. a shot with Trevor Noah. Yeah, it, right. And she was like, "No, you're sticking around." So that's her telling him, "Sit down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are not leaving me here." <laughs> uh, so we were all fairly close. Yeah, it was along those lines. His new movie, Air, is coming out right away. That's the one where it's the story about how he got Michael Jordan. About how Michael Jordan got Nike, Nike, and that partnership, right? It comes out April. He did that with Matt. Yeah, Matt Damon's in that. Uh, Chris they, Tucker's in that. They produce it. Viola Davis. But I think they also both star in it. If ben, I'm not mistaken, Ben Affleck directed it, and they both star in it. Okay, and it's got 100 percent so far on Rotten Tomatoes. When is that in theaters? April 5th. Okay, that's. I can go see John Wick this weekend, and then. <laughs> Okay, so I've got uh, some information for people. Okay. They have a four, uh, the first 3D model of the human odor receptors that help you tell what smells are. So with this 3D picture, they're actually able to look at how the odor molecule connects to the odor receptors in your in your nose and as well as you have odor receptors throughout your your body like it's even you have odor receptors even on your tongue i don't know if you knew that that's part of your taste buds but it's these proteins that ad- attach these odors to these different receptors and you have different receptors for different kinds of smells sweet sour horrible smells stuff like that and these uh, depending on the number of proteins you have of for these certain smells it makes them greater on your more potent for you like for example you have a very strong uh smell for when it comes to on the weekend yeah about um how triggered i get over smells By certain smells and everything yeah. especially yeah. strong odors yeah. and it's these certain proteins so i have a theory for you okay. if you went vegan i wouldn't smell as bad i gotta go vegan for you to smell better so <laughs> for you to smell better because the Jimmy, thing is it's these proteins there's no other there's solution these, <laughs> there's, there's these i got an idea wash your ass i wash no, you gotta but, go vegan <laughs> just go vegan he, use a different soap nope lock has to be vegan yeah. Put, this is your fault. Pit stick on? No. I oh. put pit stick on. Is, it's just some of my odors different are worse for you. Teeth. No. No, no, it's, it's my just, fault. I knew it was your fault, Locke. <laughs> of course it is. It's always my fault. You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. It's just in. Happiest country on the planet is what, Grant? Finland. 
Makes sense. It's the happiest country in the world. Whenever you have one of these it's studies, always, it's always one of these Scandinavian countries. Always, always, always. Um, so Finland at number one, and then Denmark, uh, Switzerland. I mean, how can you not be happy in Switzerland? Iceland, the Netherlands, Iceland Norway. Iceland kind of surprises me. And Sweden. No, actually, Iceland is awesome. Isn't Iceland quite a bit colder, though, than like... No, that's Greenland. Where's Iceland? So Iceland. Iceland is up as high, like it's it's up north, but it's on a volcano. Uh, so, so it, it is a little, a little bit isn't warmer. Isn't it something they named Iceland, Iceland and Greenland, Greenland to confuse like the the, the Vikings or something? No, I think it was to yeah. <laughs> It was something to protect the land, so they're like, oh, it's Greenland, let's go there, but Greenland is actually all let's ice. Let's avoid the social studies. <laughs> no, it, was, it was that, it was either they were, it was the Spanish or the something they were something protecting like that. from. I can't remember who they were protecting it from, but yeah, it's it's always the Scandinavian countries. Where are we? Uh, we're, we're in Canada. Number... Where's the whistle? Where's the whistle? We haven't had a whistle in a while. <laughs> Uh, Canada was at number 14 on the list. That's uh, not bad. So we were did ahead we of the, the United U- States. Okay, I was going to say, did we beat the United States? The USA was at number 19 on the happiness list. Look at, so. look at Czech Republic is ahead of the United States. Yeah. Like, everybody in the Czech Republic gets up and they just drink vodka all day. <laughs> They're just drunk all day long. They're the- miserable. And they're happier than the United States. The least happiest country in the world, not surprisingly, Afghanistan. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. look like the happiest. Yeah, Afghanistan, Zimbabwe, Rwanda, Botswana. Those are the bottom ones there. So Hungary's down there too. I, I, we were in because they're hungry. <laughs> Holy, that's it. <laughs> that's a dad joke too. <laughs> Grant doesn't get the whistle very often at all. I had to take that one. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We talked about Will Smith earlier because there's the possibility of a uh, second I Am Legend that m- might be working on it. Yeah, Keanu Reeves apparently is going to be in it he's, as a he, villain. He's a villain. Um, who's the, the Creed kid? Michael B. Jordan. Michael yes. B. Jordan's in it. Um, and Jimmy did a little bit of research because we were like, how does that continue based on how it ended? And it looks like, cause they filmed an alternative ending that got out after the movie was released and it looks like they're going to go, they're going to lean on the alternative ending, yeah. right? Where Will Smith doesn't die. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And, um, anyway, where was I going with this? I had a reason for bringing Chris up. Rock. Adam Sandler. So yeah. now we're getting to that. How, how was I going to tie that in? I don't know. Will yeah. Smith. <laughs> That's how. So we were talking oh, about Will, Will Smith, Smith earlier in the show because of that. That's right. Yes. But there's yeah. also the whole Chris Rock thing with his Netflix special a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Well, um, people were saying, oh, he was too the, harsh on Will the Smith. The point I was trying to make is I think we're slowly kind of, I think the public is wrapping their head around the idea that Will Smith can get back to work. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he has not worked for a year. Yeah, like he, they, everything stopped for him. They realized they re released Emancipation, which was supposed to be a big Oscar movie for him. That died. That died at the vine. Yeah, right. And then he ends up 
um, announcing a couple of things over the last little while. There's another Bad Boys, I think, coming down the pipe. He's going to be working. So he is getting back to work again. Yeah. So that was my question to you guys this morning. Have we forgiven Will Smith, right? I would go see a Will Smith movie. I would go see Will. Yeah. If, yeah. In a year, six months, I'm not going to. The slap was weird, but I. Like, it's not the worst, uh, like, uh, horribly to say, it's not the worst thing that celebrities have done. They're bringing it up again because, so Chris Rock did his stand-up special. Adam Sandler uh, received the the Mark Twain Award. So he's on a red carpet going to that event. And they start asking him, do you think Chris Rock went too far? Uh, He said, no, it was an amazing um, special. And uh, no, he never thought Chris Rock went too far. He said, I never thought that in my life. So... Here's the thing that I'm kind of noticing, and I had a conversation yesterday with a comic, a Canadian comic, um, and he was saying that most comics are on Chris Rock's side. Mm-hmm. Like they view, and you'll notice that too, like Jimmy Kimmel has defended Chris Rock, and like anybody that comes from that world is like pro Chris Rock. Yeah. There is a bit of support that for for Will Smith and that Chris Rock went too far. Like there is that conversation, but if you talk to anybody, you know, that had their foot in comedy at any point in their lives yeah. and built a career on that, they're generally siding with Chris Rock based on what happened with the special. Mm-hmm. I have seen very little support for Jada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, I think that's part of the reason why I think we're going to forgive Will. Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, "Okay," as people are mad at Jada for that. You need to go home to that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? It sounds awful. But that sounds awful. Is awful. <laughs> His- I think she's a horrible person. I- I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. I saw some comments she made, and she she made that whole Chris Rock thing about her. It- she- yeah. Did you read that article? I did, yeah. She made it all about her. Yeah. Like she likes the attention. Anyway, we can move on. I Ad, just Adam Sandler's Mark Twain thing will be um aired on Sunday, by the way. On CNN? I think I so, think, yeah. I think it's I'll yeah. watch that. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I watched the Dave Chappelle one when he got that award, and it was very funny. He was brilliant in his acceptance speech, yeah. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.